When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, welcome back to the run home. Four minutes past five. We're taking you right through to 6 p.m. on this fine Friday evening. Our next guest is uh, a uh, young man we had in the studio when I was uh, doing the show with Andy Marr before Christmas. And uh, we just spoke to him about his desire to keep playing and keep competing at the AFL level. Well, that desire has uh, has come true and that wish has come true today officially with Liam Stocker being uh, selected by the Saints. So Liam's AFL career will continue, which is a great uh, thing for he and for Saints fans. And Liam's been good enough to jump on the line and join us. And uh, Liam, uh, congratulations and good afternoon. <laughs> thanks, JJ. Um, thanks for having me, boys. Nah, it's, uh, it's been a super day. How, how do you feel? We, um, As I said, we spoke before Christmas and you were sort of, you know, uh, I guess hesitantly confident that you'd eventually get to this uh, place and get to this space. But how do you feel now that it's official? Um, oh, I'm pretty proud of the hard work. Um, it's probably important to, to take a second and, and just realise what I've been able to do in, in a short space of time with the Saints. But um, oh, the, the overarching feeling is just gratefulness for the people who believed in me and particularly to the Saints who, um, who have taken the punt on me as well. So talk us through um, the the back end of season 2022. Did did you feel uh, at any stage that the writing was on the wall, that you, you may be delisted? And then from the moment that you were told that you were no longer on Carlton's list, just talk us through that period to, to getting where you were today. Um, oh, to be honest, I didn't really see it coming. Um, now, that could have been me being blind to, to the writing on the wall too. Um, I played the last couple of games. Uh, for the Blues um, when we lost those famous one-pointers to uh, to the D's and to Collingwood and finished off my season pretty well with BFL finals. Um, and it had a pretty in- injury-interrupted um, year to date. But um, I guess, you know, when you, when you have a year like that at AFL level, which I didn't think was up to standard, to be honest, um, you know, you put yourself in that position and... And the club made the decision that they had to. So um, I don't really harbour any animosity there or anything like that. But um, it did mean that when I came out of the system for those two or three months, I had to evaluate whether I'd be willing to put myself through it again. And um, it was a pretty... Like, I didn't think like that for very long, to be honest. It was more um, getting used to the fact that I might never be an AFL player again and... Um, that's kind of where the motivation came from. Um, I spent a week up in Queensland figuring out whether I really wanted to keep playing and um, it became pretty apparent to me pretty quickly that um, I really did. Talk us through what it looked like with you at the Saints. Of course, you were invited to come and train and you spent some time training uh, with the guys and then eventually you know, selected or, or, or it was made official uh, this morning. But just talk to us about what it's like going in and you're effectively trying out. Uh, you don't necessarily know a lot of people there, but just talk us through what it's been like for you to get to this point with the Saints. Yeah. Um, to be honest, going in, it's pretty terrifying. Um, it's similar, I guess, to going into a new workplace, except 
you know, the pressure of the AFL environment is very different. And um, I guess I took some comfort in the fact that, you know, the Blues are a really big club and uh, I'd been privy to some of those pressures in the years gone by. But um, the biggest problem I saw going in was that I had to earn the respect of the new playing group. And um, that's kind of what I set out to do. I was, I was pretty definite in that I wanted to be pretty quiet and just put my head down and earn my respect slowly but surely. And um, to the boys' credit and to the coaching staff's credit, like I felt as close as I possibly could have felt at that time to being part of the playing list as well. Um, I was made to feel really welcome and, and there's no doubt in my mind that that made it a hell of a lot easier to fit in with the boys. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the most important thing for me was you know, you set a standard and you stick to it consistently, and that's what that's what buys you um, buys you kudos with the rest of the boys. You've also got to impress impress the the cockroach, uh, the great Ross Lyon. Uh, what did you do to try and get under his nose? And did he say anything to you when you walked in the club about the best way to try and get on the list? Um, oh yeah, I, I think Ross had a pretty good <clears throat> pardon me. Ross had a pretty good grasp of my football and. Um, he'd seen me play a few times, particularly from the boxes as the media representative. Um, I guess the the real conversation we had was going into the Christmas break. Um, Ross had some pretty stern words with me and just said, this is your make or break here, so you come back in good nick and, um, you know, the rest will fall into place. But if you don't, then, then you're basically giving up on your dream. And I think for Ross, that was testing my appetite for football, I think. Um, some guys can can want to be back for the wrong reasons, and whether that's the money or the environment they crave or whatever else. Um, I guess overall for Ross, he just wanted to see that I had the appetite, and um, hopefully that's what I've proven to him so far. Doesn't sound like Ross uh, Coons. <laughs> What's he like as a coach in your first month or so? He seems intimidating from the outside. Is that what he's like uh, as a new kid coming in? Um. I think, well, personally, I can see why he's intimidating, but for me, and I, I haven't really spoken to the rest of the boys about it, but I I have so much respect for Ross Lyon. Um, his knowledge of the game, and particularly his knowledge of my game, is what impressed me. But more than anything, um, the loyalty he factors in between player and coach um, has been incredible for me. Uh, he didn't owe me any of that when I first came to the club, but he was he was really simple with me and really honest, and I, I appreciated it a lot. And that's kind of his mantra. Um, he protects us players, and we play for him, and I, I think that's why he's had so much success at AFL level. But overall, as a head coach, he, he knows his stuff. Um, his game plan's really honest, and he was very clear with us about that when we all first got in. So... I think, um, you know, sometimes he doesn't get the rub of the green outside of the football club, but inside he's incredibly well-respected and, um, yeah, he earns it. Liam, let's uh, get down to business. Where do you fit in with this group? Um, there's a couple of, you know, really uh, solid medium-sized uh, defenders. Cal Wilkie's a very, very fine player. Uh, Hunter Clark, of course, was, was uh, held to his contract uh, so where where do you think your best footy is? Do you think you can still play that that sort of medium sized defender where you can play tall or small and provide a bit of rebound? Where you look to change things up? What 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 does it look like for you? Uh, it's been a small shift so far. Um, I'm probably not playing as deep anymore, and 
um, sort of more of a rebounder off the half-back line with um, Jack Sinclair and Nazai Wanganee-Malera. Um, I've really enjoyed the role. Um, to be honest, having an injury-free pre-season means that my running capacity is back where it should be, and um, I've really enjoyed the freedom that comes with that. Um, I've done a little bit of time inside and a little bit of time on the wing in match sim, but I think that's where where I'll start off and, and hopefully things can progress from there. So we've uh, seen Nasir Wanganin Miller up the ground further, uh, played a, a little bit on the wing in his infancy at, at the Saints, so he's been doing a bit more work off half-back. I think um, he's pretty electric. Um, he's, his ball skills are fantastic, so just kind of trying to get the ball in his hands more often than not, obviously with Hilly moving up to a wing. Um, but yeah, I think the other thing that Ross has been quite big on is everyone's got a role to play, but you've got to be able to play dual roles, and um, I think we'll see a bit of that in the early part of the season. So it's hard to get a read on the Saints as a club from a outsider's perspective. We think that they could possibly make the eight. They could be around the mark. It's a, it's a bit of a tough one with the Saints. Where do you see their list at um, going into 2023 with Ross the boss on board? Um, oh, well, I guess that's the great weapon now. Um, nobody really knows. And coming into the early part of the season, other clubs have to figure out our game plan. Um, I think we'll keep it pretty hush-hush until we really have to show people what we're made of because it's a competitive advantage right now. Um, I think a lot of us are really clear on, on what's expected of us. And to be honest, that's what a good game plan is. Um, I think it'll be a little bit different to, to how the Saints played last year, but um, it'll it'll really impress St Kilda supporters um, from, from what I've seen so far. You don't have to worry about it just yet, but it should be in the back of your mind uh, throughout your career uh, Liam, otherwise you'll end up sitting here talking nonsense like Adam and I. Uh, but did you start to think about life after footy and what it might look like with, with your an AFL career in the rearview mirror? Yeah, yeah, certainly. I've um, I've always been pretty transparent with that and um, pretty prepared to, to have a plan B ready to go. Um, so I would have, you know, kicked off on uni this year and um, kept up my work with Beyond Blue. Uh, and basically just tried to, to kill uni off as fast as possible and get into the workplace. Just a little one before we let you go. Uh, a couple of injured uh, players, one your superstar in Max King and also Jack Hayes injuring his foot last week. Just a, a quick update on how they're going. Um, um, he's just come out of the sling. Um, he's running pretty well, obviously. A shoulder injury means that you just get flogged the whole time. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Maxie's going along really well. Um, obviously, really flat for Hazy. Um, he's had a pretty tough 12 months. So, um, wishing him all the best with his, uh, his recovery. I-, I think we'll see him back into the club next week. Yeah, well said, uh, Liam. And well done on uh, officially getting yourself uh, on the St Kilda list. Hopefully, uh, it is onward and upward for you and the Saints uh, this season and moving forward. So, congrats on what you've done thus far and good luck with the Saints uh, this season. Oh, thank you, boys. Thanks for having me. There's Liam Stocker, the uh, newly official St Kilda Saint. And if you want to join the Saints as they march into their 150th year, then just visit saintsmembership.com.au today.